0: Hi, and welcome to the Living Room Scripture Lessons. My name is Brad Constantine, and this podcast series is going to be about the book of Genesis. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort has been made to, to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. If you're interested in a deep analysis of the book of Genesis, you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoy what you hear here, and if you have any questions, you can share, link, and subscribe. Thank you. Hi, and welcome back to the Genesis podcast. This is going to be Genesis chapter 49. Now, this is going to be the blessing that uh, Jacob gives to his sons, their final blessing. President Hinckley said in speaking about uh, patriarchal blessings, he says, I hope we are encouraging those who are mature enough to understand the importance of a patriarchal blessing to receive one. So those, uh, those are important things to have. So let's go ahead and get into this one. Chapter 49, verse 1. And Jacob called unto his sons and said, Gather yourselves together, that I may tell you that what shall befall you in the last days. Through a careful study and consideration of the blessings of the Lord pronounced through Jacob upon his twelve sons, it is evident that they were not to share equally in the promises of the Lord. It is evident that the blessings given to Judah and Joseph were choice above the blessings pronounced upon their brothers. And that was by Richard's. One's activities in the in his premortal life had an influence on his being born into a particular situation on this earth. Haribilis said, "When the Most High divided to the nations their inheritance, when He separated the sons of Adam, He set the bounds of the people according to the number of the children of Israel." Now, mind you, this was said to the children of Israel before they had arrived in in the promised land, which was to be the land of their inheritance. Then note this next verse, For the Lord's portion of his people, Jacob, is the lot of his inheritance. It would seem very clear, then, that those born to the lineage of Jacob, who was later to be called Israel, and his posterity, who were known as the children of Israel, were born into the most illustrious lineage of any of those who came upon the earth as mortal beings. All these rewards were seemingly promised or foreordained before the world was. Surely these matters must have been determined by the kind of lives we had lived in that premortal spirit world, Some may question these assumptions, but at the same time, they will accept without any question the belief that each one of us will be judged when we leave this earth according to his or her deeds during our lives here in mortality. Isn't it just as reasonable to believe that what we have received here in this earth life was given to each of us according to the merits of our conduct before we came here? Also, in Deuteronomy, Moses recounted again the blessings given to each tribe. Um, And so that was in um, Deuteronomy chapter 33. So uh, these, same cha- these same blessings that are given here to the sons of Jacob are also mentioned again in Deuteronomy 33. Verse 2, gather yourselves together and hear ye sons of Jacob and hearken unto Israel your father. Reuben, thou art my firstborn. Oh, by the way, as we're going through this, um, remember that each tribe has a sign or a symbol that represents their tribe. Uh, so if you can think about uh, some of them, you'll be, it'll be pretty obvious. Others, not so obvious. Reuben, thou art my firstborn, my might, and the beginning of my strength, the excellency of of dignity, and the excellency of power, unstable as water. Thou shalt not excel, because thou wentest up to thy father's bed, then defilest thou it. He went up to my couch. Simeon and Levi are brethren, instruments of cruelty are in their habitations. O my soul, come not thou into their secret, unto their assembly. Mine honor be not thou united." For in their anger they slew a man, and in their self-will they digged down a wall. Cursed be their anger, for it was fierce, and their wrath, for it was cruel. I will divide them in Jacob and scatter them in Israel. Judah, thou art he whom thy thy brethren shall praise. Thy hand shall be in the neck of of thine enemies. Thy father's children shall bow down before thee. Judah is a lion's whelp from thy from the prey, my son, thou art gone up, he stooped down, he couched as a lion, and as an old lion, who shall rouse him up. Obviously the sign of Judah is a lion. The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a log, nor a lawgiver from between his feet, unto, until Shiloh, in other words, the Messiah, come. The Hebrew word Shiloh may be a short form of Lo, which can be rendered whose right it is. Continuing verse 10, and unto him shall the gathering of the people be... Binding his foal unto the vine and his ass's colt unto the choice vine, he washed his garments in, vine, in wine and his clothes in the blood of grapes. His eyes shall be red with wine and his teeth white with milk. Mm-hmm. Sounds like uh, Jesus's sacrifice, the atonement, um, the blood offering that he'll give. Uh, verse 13, Zebulun shall dwell at the haven of the sea and he shall be for an haven of ships and his border shall be unto Zidon. Issachar is a strong ass couching down between two burdens, and he saw the rest and he saw that rest was good, and the land was that it was pleasant, and bowed his shoulder to bear, and became a servant unto tribute. Dan shall judge his people as one of the tribes of Israel. Dan shall be a shepherd by the or shall be a serpent by the way, an adder in the path that biteth the horse's heel, so that his rider shall fall backward. I have waited for thy salvation, O Lord gad a troop shall overcome him and he shall overcome at the last out of asher his bread shall be fat and he shall yield royal dainties sounds like he's going to be a baker naphtali is a hind let loose that's a deer he giveth goodly words joseph is a fruitful bough even a fruitful bough by a well whose branches run over the wall the archers have sorely grieved him and shot at him and hated him but his bow abode in strength, and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. From thence is the shepherd, the stone of Israel. It is from the lineage of Jacob that the Messiah comes. Even by the God of thy father, who shall help thee, and by the Almighty, who shall bless thee with blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that lieth under, blessings of the breasts and of the womb. The blessings of thy father have prevailed above the blessings of my progenitors unto the utmost bound of the everlasting hills. They shall be on the head of Joseph and on the crown of the head of him that was separate from his brethren. There are several things to be understood in the prophecy. First, he should become a multitude of nations we understand what that means in the second place his branches should run over the wall now what does this mean the lord in ancient times had a meaning for everything it means that his tribe should become so numerous that they would take up more room than one small inheritance in canaan that they would spread out and go to some land at a great distance joseph's peculiar blessing which i have just read to you was that he should enjoy possessions above Jacob's progenitors to the utmost bounds of the everlasting hills. This would seem to indicate a very distant land from Palestine. That was by Orson Pratt. The seed of Joseph came to the land of America at the time Lehi and his family departed from the Mediterranean world. The land of America is specifically designated by the Lord as the land reserved for a remnant of the house of Joseph. I suppose that Jacob saw this land as well as Moses, and he designates it a land afar off. The utmost bounds would signify a very distant land. He said this land was over and above what his progenitors gave to him, and he would give it to Joseph. The precious things of heaven were to be given to Joseph on this land. Blessed of the Lord be his land for the precious things of heaven, more precious than the fullness of earth, more precious than the productions of the various climates of the earth, more precious than the grain and the gold and the silver of the earth, The precious things of heaven revealed to the people of Joseph on the great land given to them unto the utmost bounds of the everlasting hills. Again, that was by Orson Pratt. Uh, The everlasting hills, he's talking about the Rocky Mountains here. Verse 27. Benjamin shall raven as a wolf. In the morning he shall devour the prey, and at night he shall divide the spoil. All these are the twelve tribes of Israel, and this is it that their father spake unto them and blessed them, everyone according to his blessing. He blessed them, and he charged them and said unto them, I am to be gathered unto my people. Bury me with my fathers in the cave that is in the field of Ephron the Hittite, in the cave that is in the field of Machpelah, which is before Mamre in the land of Canaan, which Abraham bought with the field with the field of Ephron the Hittite for a possession of a burying place where they buried Abraham and Sarah his wife where they buried Isaac and Rebekah his wife and there I buried Leah the purchase of the field and of the cave that is therein was from the children of Heth and when Jacob had made an end of commanding his sons he gathered up his feet into the bed and yielded up the ghost and was gathered unto his people the phrase gathered unto his people means that he went into the spirit world where he was with his, uh, his family I bear testimony of the truth of these things, the importance of blessings and patriarchal blessings, and uh, say this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.